This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're going to go back to a semi-regular schedule today. We're going to uh, continue in Pirkei Avos. We're learning uh, Pirkei Avos with the commentary of <coughs> Rabino Yoyna. And... We're up to Parak Aleph Mishnaches. Yehuda ben Tabai v'Shimon ben Shetach kiblu mehem. Yehuda ben Tabai, the Nasi, and Shimon ben Shetach, the Abezdin, received a tradition of Torah from Yeshua ben Prachia and Nitai Harbeli. Yehuda ben Tabai Yomer, Al Tas Atzmecha Ka'arche Hadayanim. Don't make yourself like an attorney. What does that mean? Uchsheyu v'alei dinim oimdim lefanecha yubeinecha kersham. When the two baledinim, the two litigants, stand before you, they should be in your eyes. They're both wicked. They're both wrong. They're both guilty. They're fighting about the... This one says, he's the, the bad guy. The other guy says, he's the bad guy. You should have in mind, they're both the bad guy. When they depart before you, and one of them is acquitted, one of them is found guilty, they should be innocent in your eyes, when? When they accept the din upon themselves. So this is addressed to Dayanim. And it's telling judges, don't be like a lawyer. When the two litigants stand before you, they should both be in your eyes guilty. When they depart, they should be innocent. Says Rabbi Yoyna, Yehuda ben Tabai v'shum ben Shetach kiblu mehem. When it's saying, don't be an attorney, it's not talking, it's not saying, well, don't tell your friend to claim X, Y, and Z, which is false, to be able to win the court case, because... We don't need Perkei Avais to say you're not allowed to do that. That's wicked. That's the act of Rishos. So this is not speaking of someone who's teaching someone false claims. Because by doing so, one is a Rasha Gomer. It's not needed to say that one should not do this. It's a grave sin. What the mission means to say is even if you're not te- teaching him to lie, but if you're showing him how to smooth over his claims and how to polish his presentation, that it's not outright lie, but it's sort of uh, an angle or a, or a way of presenting the facts that are not what we call emes la'amitai, ela shemesav you're arranging his claims. You are arranging the din. You're revealing to the individual his din. <clears throat> you should not do this. Because they will be suspicious of you. They will speak ill of you. Like the story of Rabbi Yochanan in Ksubis, At first he held, do not ignore a relative. 
And in the end he holds, Adam Chashev Shani, an important person is different. So don't instruct, not only don't tell someone to make a false claim, but one should not even <coughs> be assisting and presenting a point of view which is in somewhat of a manipulative way. Now, the Mishnah continues, When the litigants stand before you, they should be in your eyes like wicked. What does that mean? Don't allow yourself to be persuaded or inclined toward one. Oh, I like that guy. Look how, look how well-spoken that guy is. Look how immaculately he's dressed. Don't allow yourself to be taken in by any particular party. Don't say, well, I know Pliny for 30 years, he must be the righteous party. Shimkain, because if so, you'll never judge the case honestly. The whims of your heart will direct you to this one. You will not be able to see any detriment in his claim. When you're sitting there presiding over a case, you need to think they're both wicked, they're both liars, they're both manipulative. Not to allow yourself to be pulled into either side. Don't incline yourself to any party until you issue a definitive verdict, and you pass in the din correctly. Don't, so to speak, allow yourself to be taken in by any party. But each, both parties should be wicked in your eyes. Until you issue the halachic ruling, when they depart before you, and they should be righteous in your eyes, when they accept the judgment. This is a approach of saintliness. You know one of them is lying. You paskin Ruvain is innocent, Shimon is guilty. You know Shimon is lying. So just because you know that Shimon lied in this case, and you paskin Ruvain gets the money, so now forever and ever you're going to think of Shimon as a liar? No. Shimon lied in that case, but he accepted the din, and from now on he has a cheskas kashras. He should not always have a presumptive status of being a liar, and being a fierce opponent. He had a bad moment in this court case. It is not fitting that you be sus- that he should be a suspect by you. He accepted the judgment. Bezin found him guilty. In other words, the proper approach is, even though you know someone lied, but if he accepted the verdict of the court, and he paid the money, and he sort of humbled himself to that verdict, then you should assume he did tshuva, and he will, he's not going to continue to be a liar all of his life. Okay, let us proceed in Mishnah test. Shimon ben Shetach Oimer. Shimon ben Shetach says, Cross-examine the witnesses well. Be very careful in your, how you express yourself. Don't ask a leading question. 
don't give, don't show your cards. Don't say something that the person will figure out, oh, he must be looking for a certain a- answer and it will lead the person to say information that might not be true. Says <laughs> Investigate the witness as well. Ask them, cross-examine them again and again and again and again because they may be liars, but they may have rehearsed what they're saying and until you get to the bottom of it, it might take some time. By, by a lot of cross-examination, you'll uncover the secret. Because we know there's a rule. The more someone talks, the bigger a hole they dig for themselves. <clears throat> more talk brings bad speech. <clears throat> Nothing good ever happened by speaking more. I don't mean in Torah, I don't mean in, in Ruchnias, I mean in conversation. The more information, the more one says, the more bad comes out of it. So cross-examine as much as you can because if there's something fishy here, it will get out in enough time. You will learn from their words whether they're testifying falsely. Be careful in your words. Maybe from them, you will learn to lie. They will learn to lie. When you do investigate and cross-examine them, they could figure out by the way you're asking a question, how... The other person could be found guilty. Sometimes if they're shrewd, they could figure out what they need to say to be able to get off the hook. So be very careful not to let on what kind of answer you're looking for or to let on information that the, from which they could figure out what they need to say. So that's Mishnah Ches and Tes of Parak Aleph. <coughs> You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.